Is there not an entire section on this subject? No, yes, I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have, I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is, your, is your book for sale about it? Yes, sir. What have you ever asked God for forgiveness? <laughs> I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Let me tell you, 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 let me I am your host, the Evangelical Norm, and I had to do it. I had to do that because the trailer has been out, and I've actually literally been waiting till this episode so I could say 69 dudes and play the trailer for Bill and Ted 3, Bill and Ted Face the Music, and um, I, I, I'm a huge fan, so I had to do it. So I am that guy. Sue me, whatever. Here you go. I want to play for you the official trailer. I'm sure you've seen it. It's been out for a while, but I've been waiting because I couldn't play it until it was on episode 69. So here we go. The official trailer for Bill and Ted Face the Music. 25 years ago, you played a concert in front of the entire world. One month ago, you played in Barso, California for 40 people, most of whom were there for $2 taco night. Bill and Ted, what have you got to say for yourselves? Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. You were supposed to unite the world and save reality as we know it. Bill, we've spent our whole life trying to write the song that will unite the world. Why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? Whoa! And take it from ourselves! But isn't that stealing? How is that stealing? If we're stealing it from ourselves, dude. <laughs> How'd you like our song? It's a little on the dark side, but you know, that's cool. So there we go. Bill and Ted, face the music, Bill and Ted 3. I've been waiting for this movie for uh, years. And so I got two things, two things. I've said this many, many times. I'm going to be very, very disappointed if the scene where they go to see the Grim Reaper does not include the Grim Reaper going, Hey, Missy. I mean, Mom. That's got to happen. That has absolutely got to happen. And after this is done, can we please get to work on the Goonies sequel, Lost Boys sequel crossover, The Revenge of Marco? That's what I want to see. So, there you go. Uh, fanboy stuff out of the way. Now let's get to talking about the real stuff that we got to talk about. Cancel culture is on the rise. Apparently, um, again, it, I mean, not that it really is on the rise. It's just, it's there. It is reality and it's sad. It's 
pick an adjective uh, to express how ridiculous the cancel culture is. So here's what how bad it is. So apparently, some point in time this week, uh, President Trump uh, signs an executive order to make things better for uh, Latino business owners. I don't know exactly all the details of the executive order and anything else, but apparently because of that and because of what uh, CEO uh, praised Trump for his leadership, now everybody wants to cancel MC Goya. And I mean, we haven't heard anything from him for a couple of years since, since Shy Lin, uh, since that album, since the Still Jesus album came out. So, I mean, why are we trying to cancel a guy that we really haven't heard anything from in forever? Wait, wait, what? It's, it's not MC Goya. It's, it, it's, uh, Goya food. Okay. Um, sure. All right. Got it. Cool. Thanks. So, uh, they're canceling Goya foods, the CEO of Goya foods. Okay. Sorry. I'm trying to be funny and yeah, I succeeded. Didn't I, didn't I succeed? So CEO of Goya foods says Trump has done a great thing for, uh, Latino people and Latino business owners. And this executive order is going to really help them out. And, and again, I don't know all the details, but I trust that the CEO of Goya Foods is not just going to go blindly praising Trump, who by, you know, everybody else's standard is just absolutely a racist, um, is, is going to praise him for something that's not a benefit to Latino people. So now everybody, and this apparently has really backfired because with the, the boycott Goya hashtag, uh, was completely outdone by the by Goya hashtag uh, that came out afterwards because people were, I mean, all over my timeline. I mean, everywhere in the reform bars and in Christian worldview hip hop um, amongst the CHH artists that, that I know, I mean, all the Latinos in there were like, <laughs> what is, you really think we're going to stop buying Goya? Yeah, that's not going to happen. So this was a complete backfire. But here's the deal. I mean, and I've seen a whole lot about gaslighting on Twitter and so on this last week, uh, specifically from Jory, Jory Micah, um, who, I mean, if you really want to be uh, a mixture of uh, hilarious entertainment and absolute frustration follow jory micah on twitter or facebook because this woman is possibly clinically insane as you watch the things that she does but she's been making comments about gaslighting and, and so on while the entire time is literally doing it because here's the deal i mean trump is not by no means do i i think that trump is a uh moral individual. I do not think he's saved. I've not seen anything to indicate to me that Donald Trump has is is a Christian, is a born-again believer. I've seen nothing. You know, there I've seen no repentance for the myriad of adulterous uh, affairs, the all kinds of things that he's done in the past. Um that I mean he wrote about in a book I'm bragged about. 
we've seen no repentance for those things. I mean, you have the clip in the, the beginning of this, this show where he talks about, well, no, I don't really ask for forgiveness. I just try to do better because he doesn't understand the gospel. But I don't see the racist thread. I mean, you know, people are, Trump's a racist and he's got the lowest unemployment, well, until COVID came along, had the lowest unemployment for African Americans of any president. I mean, for years, we saw the, the, the unemployment levels for African Americans in this country at the lowest rate that it has been. We've seen, I mean, this thing with Goya, well, Trump's a racist, but he does great things for, for signs and order for, for Latino people, you know. All this stuff, I mean, it's literally the gaslighting is the trying to insist and convince people that this man is a racist. Now, maybe he has done some racist things in the past that I don't know about. Maybe in his uh, real estate dealings or something like that, he's, he's been, you know, refusing to, to give to, to black people or, or whatever. But, I mean, the dude has literally employed illegal aliens in his hotels, so, I mean, I, again, I, maybe that is racist. I don't know. But I don't see I mean, immoral, adulterous, uh, ridiculous Twitter, uh, you know, all these other things. I do not see the race issue as, as Donald Trump is a racist. Now, again, I, I still, I mean, that doesn't mean I like the guy. It doesn't mean I'm jumping on the Trump train and still likely not going to vote for him this time because I've seen no repentance for the reason that I vote, didn't vote for him the last time. So, but the ridiculous thing, I mean, a, 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 a CEO of a company, a, a Latin-owned, or I don't know if Goy is Latin-owned, but they, they sell a lot to Latinos, um, Major company servicing the, this community cannot even say, Mr. President, you did something good for, for our community. Thank you. I mean, to, even to thank him for the good that he does, this is absolutely ridiculous. And it, it is frustrating as anything to watch the left continue to do these things. Because, again, what it is is it's like there, there's no grace there's absolutely no grace to be given, even among Christians that are lean liberal. There's absolutely no grace to be given. You know, if, if somebody does something good, they're, they're, well, no, all this other stuff. But then, I mean, really, if you stop and think about it, I mean, but I, I and I thought about this this week and I, I have to, I mean, I have to come at my brothers on the right and say, you know, for people who are, are expressing this frustration with the cancel culture like I just did, y'all did the same thing to Martin Luther King. When MLK 50 came around and people were, were celebrating the amazing things that this man did for this country, it was all the people, not all the people, but so many people on the in the Reformed community and... Um, you know, the, the Calvinist and, and so on were like, well, he was an adulterer and he was this and he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a true believer and, and you know, he, he had some bad theology and so on. Okay, understand. Still did amazing things in, for the, the advancements of civil rights in this country. 
And there's a line in one of Kurt Kennedy's songs that I, I love, and I'm, I'm going to butcher it because I can't remember it off the top of my head, and I can't even remember what song it comes from. But where he says, if, if he essentially, he's like, well, if, he, if he's not really a believer, then shame on you, church, because God had to use an unbeliever to bring about civil rights. So, you know, the, neither side is innocent in this situation. And again, it's why I try to find this, this, this radical middle. Um, those of you who, who know that I come from a, a background as a pastor in the vineyard might get that, uh, that reference. But to find that, that balanced worldview that says uh, we don't cancel people from the right, we don't cancel people from the left. We can look at the good things that people do and then make it have a desire to share truth with them if it's possible. Obviously, I mean, we can't share the gospel with, with Martin Luther King anymore. Who I don't know. I don't know where he stood theology wise and so on. And who knows what happened, you know, moments before that bullet took his life. And I'm not going to do it on from the left. I mean, I not even on the left, but to watch them do it as frustrating as it is, we can't do it from the other side. So again, we have to be able to maintain where we can, again, the content of their character is what we look at, but we also look at specific uh, situations. I can say this man did something good, but yet he is still an, an unregenerate sinner in need of the gospel. But man, God used him to do something good. I mean, we're always talking about the fact that in, in the Bible, God used you know, an ass to, to speak to Balaam and, and you know, Nebuchadnezzar and different you know, unbelieving people to bring out truth. And so why are we not willing to praise those things now while desiring to give the gospel message to those people? I should be able to go, man, I really wish I could preach the gospel to Donald Trump and see him saved, but he's doing some good stuff. And I see that happen. You know, I see so many of my brothers cross politic and apologia and James White and, and a lot of these guys, Doug Wilson and so on going, well, Trump has done some good things and, and rightly so they've said, but we understand that he is not a Christian. He's not our pastor in chief. He's not these things. We would love to see him saved, but they're willing to say he's done good things, but we're not willing to do that for those on the left. We're not willing to do, I mean, okay. Granted, I struggle to see good things coming from the left, but again, I mean, for a long time, Trump was, was definitely pro-choice and now he's, he's pro-life to a point. I don't. I. I still think he is in for exceptions in rape and uh, incest and so on. So most of us would go well. That means he's absolutely pro-choice. Why don't we lump him in with everybody else and just say orange man bad because of that? Because he does stuff that we like, and on the other side they don't do it. So again, I, I, I'm coming at everybody going. We need to find a place where we can say. We have a, a consistent worldview. And, and cancel culture comes from both directions. It really does. I mean, those of us on the right, I've seen it happen where they wanted to, can, I mean, canceling MLK and, and so on. You know, it happens. Uh, but it shouldn't. We should truly be able to say somebody did something good. Um, 
and they need to hear the gospel. But this thing that they did, God used them to, to bring about something good. Um, and again, for the most part, you know, the guys that I mentioned are really kind of, are really good about that. There's just certain places where we, we find ourselves with our heels dug in and unwilling to, to recognize anything good from those that we absolutely oppose. So, um, and that leading to apparently Monday morning, tomorrow morning to this morning when this video comes out, um, apparently finally after years and years of being pressured and pressured, the Washington Redskins are going to change their name. Um, and apparently they're going to get a new mascot. They're going to get all this stuff. And, and again, I don't know how many Native Americans have been or indigenous peoples or whatever it is we're supposed to politically correct call them this week. Um, I don't know how many of them, I never saw a whole lot of them that were really offended by this. I mean, for years and years and years, they've gone by this name. And for the most part, the people that I've seen complain about the name are liberal white folk that really have had a problem with the name. And I mean, most everybody, fans and so on, have said, you know, really tried to say, keep the name. I don't have a dog in the fight. Washington Redskins wants to change their mascot and change their name. So be it. You know, the, the Houston Oilers, when they went to Tennessee, they became the Titans. So on Utah Jazz, when they, they came from New Orleans to, to Utah, they had a competition to change their name. And somebody put in Jazz, and that was the name that was drawn, and that was what kept, even though the Salt Lake and Utah uh, area have absolutely nothing to do with Jazz culture. But hey, it works and we, we love them and so on. You know, teams have changed their names. The Browns, when they moved to, to Baltimore, um, became the Ravens. And then, you know, we got the Browns back in, in Cleveland and so on. So if a team wants to change their name, the team can change their name. I just, I hate to see the, the cancel culture politically pressure people into doing something that really doesn't need to be done. I mean, if it were, you know, if, if different, uh, you know, Native American nations had come and said, we really are offended by this, um, maybe. But, you know, the Cleveland Indians, the Kansas City Chiefs, um, you know, the Utah Utes, we, I mean, the, the running Utes have had a, an agreement with the Ute tribe. And every year they get together and the Utes give their, uh, their, um, blessing on the University of Utah to use that name as their their uh, their mascot and their slogan their logo and all this thing and they consider it honoring to their tribe the the U University of Utah would do this you know we've got you know the the Seminoles and different teams and and so on and so this is this is a, a politically correct pressuring of a team to change its name that I don't know is really absolutely necessary, but so be it. We're going to get a new team. We're going to get, you know, um, probably going to be the, the, the same uh, mediocre team that it's always been. I don't know that a name change is going to help them on the scoreboard. Um, sorry, Kurt. I, I know I got I to take a dig at your team. Um, they're not the Broncos, so I'm going to take a dig at them. Um, but so be it. 
they're going to change their name. I'll be interested to see what they're going to change it to and uh, what it's going to look like. And, you know, who knows if we're even going to have an NFL season this year. So it might even just be a nothing burger anyway, and they'll change their name. And then we'll never see a football game again because apparently COVID's not going to let anybody do anything ever again because, you know, if anybody dies, then it's, it's horrible and don't even get me started because, um, yeah, we just don't even need to go there. So Washington Redskins, keep your eyes open this morning as you uh, watch this podcast and see what is going to happen with the Washington Redskins in the near future. And someone who hasn't been canceled yet, but apparently is, uh, is, is on the verge of being canceling, canceled is just Lane Herrera or uh, Maxwell. Freudian slip. I worked for a woman named Jocelyn Herrera years ago at the University of Utah. Sorry, um, I'm sure you're watching this podcast or listening. Um, my my former boss. Sorry, didn't mean to to throw you under the bus there. Jocelyn Maxwell. So Epstein's right hand lady has been arrested and apparently has said that she has video of prominent politicians with underage girls and all kinds of other dirt on on people and so on which when the the people at the jail asked about this stuff they said well her suicide note is because apparently you know um maxwell didn't kill herself either and i i'm gonna be interested to see what what the next couple of weeks brings um with this woman because I, I honestly I mean joking about it and so on but they got to Epstein and we know he didn't kill himself and this woman is in the same jail um, with apparently the same exhausted guards and the same faulty camera system that they had when Epstein was in that cell I don't know if she's in the same cell or not but um you know, who knows who's going to get to her before she gets to the point where some of these people who have been part of this ring are finally going to face justice. And honestly, this may be where the gaslighting about President Trump stops because I would not in any way, shape or form be shocked to find out that he is among those people. I mean, they're Tons of pictures of him with Epstein, of him with Maxwell. Um, you know, there's been evidence and, and allegations that he spent time at Lolita Island and and so on. So, it again, like I said, it will be interesting to see what the next few weeks have to show, what evidence is going to come out, what information she actually has, and... The people on the left may finally get what they they want and there may be indictments and there may be and I don't know that and something like this if this comes out on the side of of orange man bad I don't know that you can I mean, well I would absolutely hope you would not be able to continue on in office with those kinds of allegations and charges um, again these were reasons why I did not vote for him 
these uh, the allegations and and so on. I mean, mostly it was the the audio from the Entertainment Tonight and the grab them by the whatevers is the the main reason why I said I will not vote for this man. It's the reason why the night of the the GOP conference went. Uh, a convention when they nominated him, made him their official nominee. I immediately went to our county website and I unaffiliated with the Republican Party. I will not be part a part of a party that has that as their their ensign bearer. I'm not going to do it. That's me. And again, I, I I understand you can't couldn't vote for Hillary, so fine. You know, and there's so many, so many people that are going to be on the other side that the only reason they're going to vote for Biden is that they just cannot vote for Trump. And same thing, you know, it seems like more and more our elections become, well, I can't vote for that guy, so I'm stuck voting for this guy. Well, this guy here is not going to vote for anybody who's the lesser of two evils. I'm not voting for evils. If it is absolutely that it is the choice of the lesser of two evils, I am abstaining. So that, I mean, a little sidetrack, but um, again, Maxwell's in prison or in jail um, facing, I I, want to say that this week is is when she's supposed to go before a judge and have some arraignments and some depositions and, and so on and start getting information, whatever information she has, to where we can start seeing some, some justice for the young girls that were on this island, that, that were trafficked by this man and this woman. That's ultimately all I want to see. I don't care who's indicted in it, as long as justice is served. You know, again, we want truth. I don't want, you know, I don't want false accusations and stuff like that. I want, I want to be able to say, okay, these are the accusations. Now let's see the proof. Right? Due process is required. I've always been on that side of things. But I want to see justice done for these children, these young girls who were abused in this situation. I mean, there are people, you know, Dershowitz and, uh, you know, and Prince Andrew and, and Trump and Clinton and, and so on. Name upon name upon name upon name. And apparently there are more that are going to come out. And that makes this woman public enemy number one and another candidate for mysterious suicide and I seriously just I'm hoping and praying that this I mean with what went down with Epstein there's no way this jail can allow this to happen again and if it does there needs to be serious serious investigations independent from the Justice Department from anything there needs to be I mean, this is something that's worth going to revolution over. To of overthrowing different portions of the government because of uh, if this woman is killed, then the 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 cover-ups are, are are too many. And that's all there is to say about it. I mean, there is serious issues that need to be addressed if this woman does not survive to get to a trial to get to the opportunity of bringing allegations against other men and potentially women who were involved in the sex trafficking of underage girls through Epstein and this woman 
and rather than to see her mysteriously dead, I would like to see her serve time. And, you know, maybe depending on the severity of uh, infractions on her part, maybe the death penalty is warranted after a trial. We'll see. But with the way things have happened, we may never, ever know. And that's what scares me. But ultimately, also, I would love five minutes to walk into a room and share the gospel with this woman. And, and, and hopefully to see that, that the Holy Spirit could work on her and move on her and, and change her heart, that she would just freely start offering up the information that she has. That would be an amazing thing, an amazing move of God. So there you go. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. Uh, and, and it's not because it's late. It's just because the, all this stuff that is going on. I mean, we didn't even start. We didn't even talk about COVID except for a little bit, which is probably what's going to kill just Lane Maxwell. I mean, she's got about nine hours before she becomes the next uh, um, statistic on the COVID list, right? Because uh, apparently that that's a, probably an easy out for uh, for somebody, um, and we didn't even talk much about that. But that's so frustrating. I mean, my vacation was amazing and much needed, but it was. I mean the the scourge that is COVID uh, hung over the entire thing, having to wear a mask in so many places. Um, many places not being open, not being able to do some of the things that we really wanted to do um, simply because of COVID-19, not being able to visit with the people that we love so much, uh, except for through our car window while they stood on their driveway and we sat in the car. I mean, that's that's not the visit that we want. We want to love on our friends and hug on our friends and, and stuff like that. But again, COVID-19 made that to where that didn't happen. And uh, so... Frustrated with that, frustrated with the rest of the world, frustrated with the cancel culture, frustrated with politics. Um, amazing conversation earlier this evening with Kurt Kennedy and, and people from his church on the on the Dear God uh, Wire issues between white and black. Still so hard. Part four um, conversation uh, coming up. We'll, I'll make sure I share those links um, from from Kurt's church. Catch up on those. Some, some really good conversations and some really good stuff going on there. So at least there was something that wasn't totally frustrating. And I got to go to church today, which was amazing too. And so um, I was blessed. So thanks guys for, for hanging in there with me, um, enduring my, my, my dad humor and, um, and uh, my fanboyish stuff at the beginning. And um, as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary until next week. Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.